today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Uh, you can donate online, by the way, 900CHML.com. You can also donate uh, here at the radio station at 875 Main Street West. Uh, you can also donate toys, unwrapped toys, at any fire hall. I guess you can drop off checks there, too. And a number of other locations around town that uh, we'll mention over the next little while. Uh, and speaking of corporate partners, uh, always a pleasure to uh, to talk with our next guest, uh, Chris Overs, with uh, Ronald McDonald House. He's the manager of fundraising and uh, business relations. Thanks for coming in today. You know what? It's awesome to be here. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's, well, this uh, is this is an exciting time, but uh, it, and and what it does is I think it, it gives us a chance to underscore exactly what we are able to do with our CHML Children's Fund through the course of the year. And uh, and our association with Ronald McDonald House, and what a great facility that is! You know, it's pretty it's pretty awesome, and uh, I think that you know you, you touched on it. The relationship we have with the the Children's Fund is is fantastic, and uh, we're all about community, and uh, and that's what you're all about. But uh, you know, we're right down the street there, and we're all about uh, keeping families together. Um, but we couldn't do it without you guys, so it's uh, it's amazing. It's a great concept, uh, and because you know there there are obviously some great things going on at Children's Hospital. Uh, and some great treatments going on and some happy ending stories to that. But at the same time, it's a burden to families when, when somebody's going through that kind of care. Yeah, we're really, we're really fortunate uh, that we have McMaster Children's Hospital right there. Uh, we're, we're actually blessed. Um, the facility is amazing and they do great work. But uh, you're right. I mean, uh, families will come to us 24, 40 hours, 48 hours after, uh, um, you know, the craziest news of their life that their, their child's sick. So all we're trying to do is to, to put some normal in a, in a time for them that's not normal. Um, so we try and we are that home away from home for them. We can just keep the families close. Now, how, how do you, how do people get in touch with you? I mean, if, if they find out, because well, let's face it, this is a great hospital, but people from all over the place come here and not, not everybody is local. So obviously they're going to say, well, what are we going to do? Do we have to get a hotel? We have to run a house? What are we going to do? Yeah, it is. It is amazing. I mean, uh, we, our family services team worked, uh, you know, really closely with the hospital, um, the, the, the care over there. And, and really, they get they they get our teams in touch with each other. Um, you know, the 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 families basically sitting bedside and you know not knowing what to do, and and they connect us. Um, you know, Ronald McDonald House is uh, South Central Ontario. It's, it's amazing, amazing spot. And and again, the the care team over at the hospital, right in touch with our family services to to get them. Uh, listen, we 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 can we can take care of everything else. You just need to take care of your child. I remember when they were building that and the announcement was made, and at that time, boy, how lucky are you guys to get a piece of property right across the road from from the hospital? It's pretty fantastic. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, it's 25 years now for us. Yeah. You know, it's 25 years, which is amazing. It started out as a 15-room house, and now it's 41. Um, you know, we, we, we expanded thinking, you know what, we'll probably grow into the 41. Um, we're using them all now. It's, uh, it, it's great. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's really, you take a look from the outside, and you don't really realize how big it is. Um, but it's, it's pretty awesome. We, you know, last night our, our, our team was cooking for 80 people, 85 people um, is what it is, so. What's the attitude like in the building? It's, I mean, let's face it; these are challenging times for families. But you you give them kind of a home base. It is it is amazing. I think that uh, the biggest thing for us is that you know the families are all going through things together, um, so they they have support of, of, of you know each other. Um, but we have a huge volunteer base. I mean, we we have three hundred fifty volunteers that we pull from um, for the house, and it's it, it's just it, we're all one big family is really what it is. Uh, it's amazing. You do something that's very interesting about that. I, you mentioned there's there's common ground there. Everybody's got their own challenges. Everybody Everybody's got their own story, but the, the commonality they have is their their children are right across the road being cared for. Yeah, no one, nobody expected to be there, and that really is the one thing that that they have in common is is that their child's sick. And but but again, nobody 
plans for this. Nobody expected to be there. But it's great to have the support of each other, and it's great to have the you know that um, the support of the team that that's over there. And our our volunteer base is amazing. Twenty five years. Uh, talk to us about the community support. I mean, this doesn't happen without support from community. No, it's it is amazing. Um, you know, we are you know we our forever and founding partner McDonald's uh, does does a great job for us. Sure. Um, but in saying that, uh, we need to rely on on community. We need to rely on the individual and the corporate world, and and that's where the Children's Fund comes in for us. And we've had a great relationship, great partnership. Um, you know, we we just we bring the mission to the to the families, but we can't do it without the support of the community. So uh, we're so grateful um, for, for that. Well, you've had some great volunteer members on the board over the years. I've known many of them that have served over there, and they do it because they just love it. I mean, it's a, it's a great environment. Uh, and I've heard it from each and every one of them is every time I've talked to somebody who served on the board in various capacities, they said, you know what, all you have to do is walk through the halls there and realize, yeah, this is what we need to do. It's amazing. And I, you know, I welcome everybody to come by the house, um, you know, c- c- get in touch with us, uh, come for a tour and, and you can really see what, what the mission's all about. Um, you're right. I mean, we have some amazing board members um, in, the, in the community, serving the community, but uh, really it's all about a team and it's all about, you know, providing that mission, supporting the family uh, going through that time. You mentioned volunteers a couple of times and, and this doesn't work without that. I mean, we've had some great uh, examples of that over the years and, and we still take pride in the fact that, uh, that on a per capita basis, I think Hamilton has more volunteers active volunteers than any other city in the country and and boy uh, that, that's evident when you walk through the halls there it's it's absolutely amazing and i mentioned number of 350 volunteers and that's at the house and at our family room within the hospital and and you know these are you know retired teachers and students and 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 all this and and um you know our 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 team is just incredible that we, we draw on but uh you know it's it's that overall feeling it's it really is the family and it but it, it is those volunteers that really drive drive the place for us 90 cents of every dollar goes right back to the right back to the families and without those volunteer base, we couldn't do that. Well, you couldn't supply these services. I mean, let's face it, if somebody's coming from some other city uh, and their child is being cared for over at McMaster Children's Hospital, uh, imagine what a hospital or a hotel stay would be for how, how how many weeks? I mean, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have we have we have families that are with us right now. I mean, on, on average, we're talking eleven days, uh, but we have families, some families that are with the house right now that that have been there eight nine months. Um, you know, and that's you know, you, you can just imagine that. So, um, it's really taken that financial burden um, away from from families so that they can just really focus on getting their child better. Well, this is why it was an easy sell for for the Children's Fund to say, look at what can we do to help, and it's been a partnership that's gone on for a long long time. It it. It's amazing, and uh, you know the energy of the children's fund. And, and you know, yeah, I walk in here today, and I see you know the, the lobby's just decorated. Doesn't and, it look and great? Toy- I love it. It's you know, there's toys everywhere, and then the kids. But you know, and that's kind of what we do. Uh, you know, at the house, I mean, we we transform that the, the house will turn into a winter wonderland. Um, you know, it's come Christmas time, there's going to be a, you know um, you know Christmas Eve, there's going to be a dinner, turkey dinner on Christmas Day, and and the house transforms into a winter wonderland. We make sure that uh, really it is a home away from home. Whatever you expect at home, you you'd get here. Well, anybody that wants to see this and and have a tour, as you say. It's, it's on Main Street, right at Coots Drive, there, right across the road from the university and from Children's Hospital. Uh, give them a call, and, and they'd certainly like to arrange that. Uh, listen, uh, you guys are just incredible, and you do fabulous work, and it's such, such a joy to be partnering with you in this whole thing. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in, you know, for me coming in today and then the support of the Children's Fund. It's absolutely incredible. Great Thank seeing you. you again, Chris. Great. Thank you. Chris Over from us, uh, Ronald McDonald House. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, we were, and we'll continue to talk through the course of the day with some of our great corporate sponsors. I mean, there's, there's so many elements to the Children's Fund uh, through the course of the year, some great agencies that do so much great work here in the community. But that doesn't happen without your support, and it doesn't happen without corporate support. And uh, to that end, I wanted to bring in uh, Jeff Story, who is the uh, the president of the uh, CHML Children's Fund. 
uh, about corporate sponsorship and, uh, and some of the great partners that have been with us really for almost from day one, Jeff. Thank you, Bill, and good morning. Yes, this is uh, an exciting day. It's Blitz Day. It's Blitz Weekend uh, for the Christmas Tree of Hope campaign. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of corporate uh, sponsors, and as you mentioned, uh, a few that have been around for, well, literally 30 years, three decades. Um, a two, two that really come to mind, which are two single largest contributors um, as far as raising money and giving back and uh, helping our, our charity. One is, of course, uh, the Hamilton Burlington uh, Real Estate Association. Uh, we had our realtors auction uh, last month uh, in November at Michelangelo's. I know Brian Shaw, one of our co-chairs, He's is coming up on the up show, on the show today. today. Yeah, yeah, 10.45. little plug for you, Brian, if you're on your way in. Um, and it's a fabulous event each and every year, and we generally raise uh, in excess of $70,000. I'm pretty confident uh, after being at that uh, at that auction um, and the dinner that it'll top that, and uh, hopefully Brian can uh, make an official announcement later today on that. Another one that I'd like to mention is, is Pioneer, and Pioneer has also, like the Realtors, been with us for 30 years, which is just an, uh, an amazing uh, tenure. Um, and we've got a big day coming up with Pioneer on December 19th. Uh, just six days before Christmas. It's our three cent a liter day. So when you fill up, go to a Pioneer station, and three cents of every liter will go into the CHML uh, Children's Fund and the Christmas Tree of Hope campaign. And, of course, every penny stays right here in our community. That, that partnership between Pioneer and CHML uh, is due in large part, of course, to, uh, to Murray Hogarth, who started the business. Uh, uh, Maria sadly left us a few years ago, but uh, that's a great success story and a great Hamilton success story, of course, because the first ever Pioneer gas station was on Upper James Road by Mohawk, and uh, it's grown now to Pioneer Energy, which mm-hmm. is right across the country, an incredible success story. Uh, still running to Tim Holgarth, of course, uh, who ran the company for many years. He's still sitting on the board of directors. Uh, as a matter of fact, I either see him at the football games or I'll see him <laughs> up at Blue Mountain uh, sometimes on the weekend in the wintertime. But I've asked him about that, and he says, my dad, he says, was so fervent that this is the charity we're going to work with. And, and and even as he passed the torch to his sons to run this, and he said, you know, the, the, the codicil here is you stay with the Tree of Hope. And, and they've been loyal to that. They have absolutely been loyal. Um, they've been with us for 30 years before I... Uh, landed in town and, 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 and started at CHML. I've been here since 94, so 24 years now. I've been on the board for over 15, and uh, this is my 10th year as the president of the charity. Um, so I'm, I'm privileged to be on the board and uh, even to be here at the radio station, of course. But, yeah, the Hogarth family that started that, just unbelievable. And, um, you know, the reality is, Bill, when you participate in something and you see the impact and the dollars go into action, I think that's what drives the passion. That's what drives the longevity of a partnership. Well, and, and when we do the uh, Three Cent a Leader Day, uh, it's not just the Hamilton uh, Pioneer Stations. It's Hamilton, Burlington, it's Dunville. It's all around the CHML listing area. That's true. Uh, there's numerous stations. There's dozens of them, actually. Yeah. And what you'll see at those locations is there'll be a sign that's posted alerting everybody pre-December 19th that that station is actually participating. But I would suggest to you, anyone in this area, for those that live in the Hamilton, Burlington area, they're all involved. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a great day and they raise a ton of money. So, yes, that's December 19th. And, and we'll tell you more about that as we get closer to it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't fill up that week, wait until that day, because uh, it all goes towards the CHML Children's Fund. You have seen, though, in the time that you've been associated with the fund, and, and of course, uh, now as president of the fund for the last number of years, the great work that is done in this community, because you're there on a first-time basis. So we, a lot of people, I think, Jeff, probably think of the Christmas tree of hope around Christmas time, and isn't that wonderful? And we've got the toy drive that we're going to talk about later on on the show today as well. But it's, it's, this is, again, 365 days of the year. That's what the Children's Fund and the Tree of Hope is all about. 
Well, it is 12 months a year, 365. If it wasn't, Bill, we wouldn't be able to raise a quarter of a million dollars every year. Um, we're going to eclipse the $6 million mark this year. I'm very confident of that. And of course, that's since the inception in 1976. Well, I think about uh, in the summertime, we run a golf tournament at Flamborough Hills. You know, this year we, we, we raised about twenty six, twenty seven thousand $27,000 at that event uh, in one day. Now I know today it's freezing cold outside and there's snow on the ground and who's thinking about golf, but the reality is that's just another one of those events where we have a great partner in Flamborough Hills and we bring out, you know, 100 plus golfers on that day and do our best to raise uh, money through uh, the golf and the, and the dinner and the, and the auction. Uh, so yeah, Bill, it really is. It's 12 months a year and it's all volunteer work too, I must say. We have no administrative costs. Okay, everybody that sits on that board of directors is an employee of this radio station, and they give they give their time. I run the meetings; they happen once a month. And the best part about it is when we actually get to allocate the funds to those needy organizations in the community who run awesome programs, whether it be a summer camp for kids or what have you. And that's what actually makes you feel good to see the dollars go into um, the organizations that need it. Again, it's the dollars in action, and one of the phrases that we live by is "Give where you live." It's that those have got to be great meetings though when you start talking to some of these agencies and you know, like Ronald McDonald House, like Mission Services, who we've already had on the program today, and so many more that benefit from this. I mean, we can't do everything. We can't be all things to all people, but we can try to help those people out financially that are doing that work. I'll put it this way, Bill. We have over 40 organizations that we contribute to each and every year. That's a long list. Uh, and they all do great work. And honestly, if they didn't, then we wouldn't be partnering with them. The reality is, you know, I've been fortunate to work here for a long time, and I love working at CHML, but I'll tell you this. As much as I love kibitzing in the hallways and then the studio with a guy like a Bill Kelly, who I admire and respect, I'll tell you one thing. When I sit in those board meetings, we get to chair the Children's Fund, and we get to allocate money and see those dollars in action to underprivileged kids and their families, it actually makes your heart flutter. And sorry to say that, you know, sitting and talking to you may not make my heart flutter, but that's a part of the job that I love is sitting in those board meetings as the president of the charity and, and getting to help people that need it most. It, it really is a great feeling. Well, and we've had that opportunity over the years that, that we, I've been involved with this, which is quite a few now. Uh, I remember even one year we, we were involved in four or five of us actually handing the checks out and going to those locations and, and, and seeing the work that was being done. It was just incredible to see. Uh, and and that makes it all worthwhile. This is not, you know, you talk about charity, et cetera, and it's not an abstract concept when you talk to agencies like Mission Services or you go and walk down, as as uh, we just heard from, uh, you know, from, from Chris and, at Modern McDonald House, take a tour, see what's going on, and see it's it's your dollars at work, really. That donation that you made to the Children's Fund is doing that, or it's buying this, or it's offering shelter for somebody who's in a, in a de- desperate situation. That's That's the reality. And the reality is, Bill, that the need continues to grow. Trust me, we've been doing this a long time. We'd love it if we could say that the need is dwindling. That would be awesome. Um, But that's not the case. And when you do go to those organizations firsthand and you see it, it hits you right between the eyes. And then you feel fortunate that you can go home with your family and have a great Christmas. And the anticipation that your kids have on the morning of the 25th when they walk down the stairs and they see a lot of toys under the tree. Not every family has that opportunity. And without people in this community giving back to charities like the CHML Children's Fund and the Christmas Tree of Hope campaign, it wouldn't be a reality for many kids in this community. And that 
that's the harsh reality. And those are absolutely the facts. So for me, I know it's difficult. The charitable wor- world is difficult. And, you know, a lot of people have their hand out and there's a thing called donor fatigue and it's real. But I know this. I've lived in Hamilton almost 20 years and Hamilton is a great city and they do give back. There's no doubt about that. When somebody gets knocked down, the first thing they do is put their hand out and they help that person up. So again, you know, anything that you can do today is fantastic, whether it be $5, $25 or $500. The reality is every penny will help. And uh, I, again, I've seen it for many, many years. Um, and again, the easiest way for, for you to donate is just go to our website, honestly, Bill, at 900chml.com. You'll see a children's fund button there. You go through the process. You can hit PayPal and donate that way online. Of course, you can do it the old-fashioned way, too, if you want. You can come to 875 Main Street West in Hamilton and uh, come into our foyer and donate a check to the CHML Children's Fund in trust. And you can also call, and we can take a donation that way as well. So there's numerous ways, Bill, but the reality is if you go to the website, we've got an entire page built around the Children's Fund, and it has all of the details, and it's very robust and in-depth. So that's a great place to learn more about the about the charity. Just mentioning about the foyer, uh, the beautiful Christmas tree we have down there, but also this is you have to make your way through those toys that are there. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a big part of this over the last couple of years. Of course, we had partnered with uh, Jimmy and Susan Lomax for the longest time, and, and health reasons just precluded them from doing this anymore this they said who who else but chml can partner with this and we've we've carried that tradition on well he's an iconic figure for hamilton jimmy lomax he did operation santa claus for 50 years in the east end and we took over that um, toy drive in 2010 so eight years ago and i will tell you bill i was sitting in my office and i took a phone call and it was jimmy's wife and she said jeff would you do us an honor and fold the Operation Santa Claus toy drive into the Christmas Tree of Hope campaign at CHML and keep it alive. And, of course, you know, Jimmy passed away, and um, he did so much, so much for this community, especially at Christmas time and, and for underprivileged kids. And, honestly, it's an honor for us to be able to continue on with that name and attach it to what we do in this community from a charity perspective. So, yeah, we have a massive toy drive. I think last year we were probably in excess of 15,000 toys. And we have a ton of toys down in our foyer at our Christmas tree here again at the corner of Maine and Longwood. And organizations will come in. They will pick toys up. They will take them. They will distribute them. And that continues. You know, really, it's been going on now for about 10 days, and we'll continue right through Christmas. It's it's pretty it's pretty amazing to watch and see. I know we got to press for time here, but quick, very quickly, we talked about all these partnerships. So we, we got to mention the firefighters. Yeah, well, the firefighters have been around and partnering with us for a long time. And I'll tell you, when we broadcast live at the malls and they're walking around, you know, doing the boot drive and they're dressed in their gear, well, put it this way, shoppers will donate 20 bucks to them before they're going to donate $20 <laughs> to me. So we love having them uh, on site. And I know uh, my time is, uh, is almost accept- up. And they accept donations at the fire halls. They absolutely do. But, you know, Bill, I have to pump this just before I go. And it is the Christmas Tree of Hope tree lighting tonight. I know you'll be down there. I thank you for that. You'll be on stage. You'll flip the switch with Mayor Fred. It really is a beacon at King and James, and it's been going on since 76, and we're privileged to have the Tree of Hope. Uh, so I hope to see you down there tonight, and if you can make it, just bundle up. It's going to be it's gonna be cold, but uh, it is December. We are Canadian, so uh, it's going to be a great night. And then, of course, we're at Jackson Square this weekend, too, uh, broadcasting live at uh, 10 a.m. until 2, both days. President of the CHML Children's Fund, Jeff Story, thanks for popping in. Thank you, as always, Bill. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. We are talking to some of our great corporate sponsors, some of the folks that help us to make this happen each and every year. And uh, they're so great to hook up with these folks. So they're so busy through the course of the year and to take some time and pop in to see us. Uh, like Joy Rattray, who is uh, with us up here. First of all, thanks for coming in today. It's great to see you again. Oh, you're quite welcome, Bill. Uh, how long have you guys been doing the Christmas party, the annual Christmas party? 
when I've been doing it 27 years at the Our Place Bar and Grill. Yeah, Our Place Bar and Grill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where did the idea come from? Uh, well, I've done charity work for many, many years. Yeah. In 1974, I was Woman of the Year for charity work. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you're in the, you're, always, you're you're used to giving. I mean, that's what you're all about. Right. Yes. So, so volunteerism, but this is kind of a novel idea, though, for the restaurant mm-hmm. to actually. How many kids have you fed? Oh, you, uh, you must have a head count. For years, um, we were running like 250, 240 of children a year. We had two settings, like one at 1 o'clock and one at 3 o'clock. And uh, with Santa and toys and everything, lots and lots of food. And um, we just have a great time. So how do you organize something like this? It just it doesn't happen. I've done happen. it for so long that it really is not, it really doesn't. A week, and I got it all together. <laughs> <laughs> you just, okay, pull out the formula. Right. But you've got to get the gifts. you got to get Santa. But you know what? I have so many people that help that it's hard to name them all because then I'll forget somebody. But it's just I'm numerous people that help. Uh, somebody that I didn't even know uh, yesterday come by with a uh, bunch of coats and um Lovely Christmas gifts and scarves and mitts and socks and everything. So it's people like that that makes my job easy. But you've been volunteering in Hamilton, as you said, for years. So you, you've yeah. seen this. You know what Hamilton's oh, all about. Man, has it ever changed? Really, really changed. Years ago, you never had to worry. I could take my car and go to, over to the center mall and make three trips, loads of stuff people donate at stores. Now... It's really difficult to get anything. You know, it's really, really hard. I, I, I'm hearing that from all sorts of charities, especially around this time yeah. of year, that, uh, you know, businesses are tightening their belts. Things are, are not the way they used to be. Uh, and it makes it a lot more difficult for you to do the kind of work that you do then. Yes, it is. And um, I'm sorry to <laughs> bring this up, but now, but I guess now's the time. Um, this is my last year. You're kidding. No. Joyce. Yeah. No, it's my last year. It's just too hard to uh, get sponsors and to, you know, get things together. Yeah. But uh, just look at the legacy, though. Look at how much you've done and how many how many kids you've actually served. Um, I have 20, uh, 24 foster kids. Wow. That I've helped with hospital beds and yeah. wheelchairs and... Um, we still do a lot uh, with wheelchairs. We save uh, people all over the neighborhood, save me tabs, and we turn the tabs in for wheelchairs. Oh, yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we've gotten two or three wheelchairs this summer already. So this is going to be it. This is the this is the finale this then. This is the last Christmas I will be giving to the children, sad to say, but... True. Well, that's it was breaking news, but it's sad news because I mean the community is is so appreciative of what nobody you've done. believes me. <laughs> <laughs> they said you'll be back next year, but no, I won't. Well, at some point there has to be an end to it, obviously. Right. And uh, yes, uh, but that's not going to be the end of your volunteering. I can't just oh, see no. you're, you're not just going to do the um, neighborhood stuff that I always do. You know, I help people out with disability and one thing or another like that. 
Well, it's it's been a, a pleasure to partner with you because of the work that you've done. And and you must see through the course of these years that you've been doing this program. I mean, uh, the people that were little kids at the time, then a lot of them stay in the community. They get older. Yeah. Uh, and it's great to see that. And, the, you know, Bill, even people that doesn't stay in the community, some of them will come back, grown up, young men yeah. and women, and they'll say, Oh, you're doing Christmas again. You know, I was here 25 years ago, and you treated me to Santa Claus. Wow. <laughs> and now I'm bringing my little boy. Wow. It's a generational thing right. now. Yeah. That, that that must just warm your heart. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good. I enjoy it. I, mean, I hate to do it, but you know what? Things are just changed so much. People don't have the money anymore. You know, it's it's more and more difficult, and I think every charity has realized that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you talk to obviously our charity here with the C- CHML Children's Fund, United Way, so many other places like that. And, you know, I think uh, Jeff's story was just mentioned a few minutes ago. The, the phrase is 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 donor fatigue, mm-hmm. uh, and and I feel badly for a lot of the businesses because I know a lot of them would love to be able to help out programs like yours, yep. but yep. they're just saying, you know what, our bottom line is just it's not where it used to yep. be, and t- yep. times are tough. And you yep. know, small businesses, of course, have all kinds of challenges right now and they're thinking mm-hmm. no I don't want to lay people off so it's it's a rough time for everybody yep. Yep. but you know something in a, in in all those rough times to have a, a program like you did for all these years with the annual Christmas party is is, is something kind of special because I mean you've seen you know ebb and flow with the I've economy seen a lot of people come and go yes. yeah in 27 years right. there's been a lot a lot of faces yeah. a lot of different stories too yeah uh, Lori love. Yes. Started me with CHMO. Is that right? Yeah. She lived just three or four doors from the bar. Yeah. And she started me out here. Well, that's... I remember the first thing I got was a big red sweater, big heavy pullover, and it was really nice. That was the first gift I got from CHMO. Well, uh... And many, many, many more. And our kids would never have what they have. And I would never have been able to do what I do if it hadn't been for CHML. Well, you and give many sponsors, but you give back, Joyce, and you have so, for so many years. Uh, listen, enjoy the last one because it's going to be a blast. I know, and it's going <laughs> to yeah. be kind of a sentimental day. I'll bet. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm sure it will be. Well, yeah. thank you so much uh, for for the great work that you've done, uh, and and again, it's such a, a joy and such an honor for the, the Children's Fund to be able to help out and partner with you. That's, and thanks for coming in today. You're welcome, Bill. Joy uh, Rattray. I'd like to thank, and I'd like to wish everybody at CHML a very merry, merry Christmas and a happy New Year. And all my sponsors over the years, I would like to thank them too, and wish them all a merry Christmas. Absolutely. Thanks again, Joyce. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, when Jeff Story, the president of the Children's Fund, was with us just about an hour or so ago, he was talking about some of the great corporate sponsors that have been here right from the beginning and uh, uh, the contributions they've made. And uh, paramount among those, of course, are the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington. Brian Shaw from the Realtors is with us once again. Good to see you. Yes, good morning, Congratulations Bill. Congratulations are here. in order. You're, uh, you just got elected? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, just... Uh uh, this past Wednesday at the RBG, our, uh, our membership elected uh, six new board members to uh, the, the board of directors. for Excellent. Yeah, I, just to say elected around these days, say, oh, he's not city council. <laughs> no, you know, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, so uh, I'll be taking on the position for the next two years. And excellent. I'm happy and excited to, to be part of it. Well, uh, but she's, I don't know, you always seem to find time for the Children's Fund and, and for what's going on here. And uh, the auction, of course, was, uh, I guess, a few weeks ago now up at Michelangelo's. 
Yes, November 16th. And uh, well, d- despite the first snowstorm of the year, <laughs> yeah, uh, the realtors uh, came out in full force, business associates, sponsors, uh, the general public, and uh, they came out to support this great cause, helping us to raise uh, another $75,000 wow. for the Children's Fund. Wow, that's I'm happy remarkable. To announce. Remarkable. That's, that's, you guys exceed expectations every year. Well, we, uh, we try, but it's, uh, it's the community and it's all of our partners that, that help help bring it to fruition and uh to date uh yes we we have been the the single largest contributor uh raising over well i've got the exact number here it's one million one hundred sixty three thousand nine hundred eighteen dollars wow for the children's fund yeah just incredible and and every year i i I talk to your members of, of just this organization not just the guys that are on the board uh, there's an enthusiasm for this thing every year. I mean, you, the, you've you've owned this. You adopted this. This oh, is yes. yours now. It, it's infectious, and 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 when we get new blood and new energy on on the c- committee on the task force every year, uh, they they're just charged up and they go out and it just all their all their networks and because we've all got our own little networks and then when you bring in new members they've got new networks and it just keeps expanding and growing and bigger and better every year well and, and it's in evidence by the, the the kind of gifts that you have there for the, the gifts that are up for auction both the silent auction and some of the major gift ideas uh, it seems to get bigger and better every year oh yeah like uh, the Air Canada flight simulator um, the Florida trip the private golf tour of uh, f- uh, four, four or five private uh, golf clubs in, in Ontario, all-inclusive trip to Cuba. Uh, the the top prize of the the night went for the uh, the golden ticket winner, and that was a, a, a fantastic trip to Ireland. It yeah, was, it was incredible. Um, but yeah, you know we couldn't have done this like you said, Bill, without the support of uh, all of our great sponsors. The uh, the the golden ticket sponsors are our biggest sponsor, the Costa Group, uh, who does mortgages. They were amazing. All of our table sponsors. Uh, there was Claystone Mortgage, Keller Williams Edge, Personal Insurance Group, Synergy Mortgage Group, Rising Signs, Coronation Bookkeeping and Tax Services, and, and Grand Electric. So then we had our event sponsors and, and of course, our, our big supporters, Michelangelo's yep. and, uh, and Soundbox Productions that always put on a great great evening for us so yeah michelangelo i know that they've been doing this for quite some time and they're they're just fabulous people brenda i, I bump into every time we're up there yes. which is a lot lately this time of year and it's always they they just know how to do it they just they, they're so good at putting an event together aren't they they certainly do and, and it's it's always fun to watch sal kind of walk around the uh the silent auction tables before the event starts yeah. to see what he might like to put his bid in on and because <laughs> well, there were some fantastic prizes this year for for the silent auction so uh, and, and I, I believe everything went. There was nothing sitting around at the end of the night. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, but that's, the, that's the, the, the way that this thing is developed. But you know what I also love about this? You and I talked about this when you were around just about a week before the auction when you were talking about what uh, was going to be going on that particular night. Is, is this, this event has evolved as well. I mean, this used to just be like a little wine and cheese thing a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. It was, it was actually the Real Estate Business Women's association back in the mid-1980s and it started out as a little cocktail party and it's now grown into this massive event every year with over 400 guests every year and they're 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 walking away with wine from our wine wall or beer from our pyramid or 
uh, all the other fun things we had going on this this year. So and and a full dinner, of course. And I mean, a full it's, dinner. It's an evening yes. now. It is. Yes. It's a great time. It's a great evening out. Uh, and the the fun here is this is kind of like the same as the enthusiasm you see with kids around the Christmas tree on Christmas morning. Is is at the end of the night, everybody pulling their cars up to the front door. <laughs> they got to start hauling the stuff out that they've taken through the auctions. Exactly. Uh, and trying to load them up. It's it's almost like a conveyor system. Like you need you probably need security there to kind of keep things going. But everybody's having a ball. It's just a blast. Oh yeah. And and the volunteers the volunteers come back year after year because they have so much fun doing it. Uh, you know, we, we get fed, of course, by Michelangelo's yeah. before everything starts, but they're so energized about it, and they, they stay right till the very end and help people load up in their cars and everything as well. So we've got great people. Well, you've got an army, uh, and, and the army, of course, are members of the, the Realtors Association of Hamilton and Burlington. Uh, and like you say, you, you guys have adopted this, and, and uh, I know the executive work hard on this, and you've got a committee that, uh, that looks after different aspects of this whole thing, but it's, uh, it's the foot soldiers, the ones that are out there in the, in the community that are saying, hey, I just got this gift, but this can go in the silent auction, right. et cetera, like that. And they're, 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 I, I've talked to a number of them, and it's almost like, hey, we want to outdo that guy. I, I, he got that. I'm going to go try to get this right now. Uh, because, I mean, let's face it, realtors are out there. They know this community. They know the people that work and live in this community. Uh, and they're the best ones that can can actually help out to make something like this work. You hit it right on the head. And it's it's friendly competition in the best possible way. Yeah. Because the, the, you're doing it for the children. And, and, you know, like you said, why do realtors do this? Well, we are part of the community. We're... We're the foot soldiers every day, every day out, out uh, knocking on doors and, and uh, selling houses and getting people into houses. And, and this is our chance of helping the community in, you know, in which we live and work in, right? So, and who, like you said, who else better uh, knows the community better than, than the ones directly who live in it and work in it daily? And, and realtors, well, we want to promote the quality of life in the greater Hamilton and Burlington area in general, right? And it starts, uh, it starts from the, the children all the way up. And but here's the thing. Uh, for, for, for people that don't know, uh, just realtors, it's just, uh, okay, he buys this, he sells this, et cetera, like that. Yeah, they put the sign on the lawn. But there are so many s- related industries that you guys work with on a daily basis. And you've oh. just touched on some of them. There's a, there's a lot more to that. There's financial institutions, legal institutions. Oh, I mean, real t- re- the, the whole realtor idea about buying, selling properties in real estate like this is is very complex. And, and there's a lot of other folks that are on the periphery that that have their own careers that work within real estate. Uh, and, and they're partners in this too. Absolutely. You're only as successful as all the people in your tool belt. And the, the more that you can refer... Uh, whether it's plumbers, uh, roofers, accountants, uh, uh, lawyers, um, arborists, you know, people come to me like, I, I've got this huge tree, I don't know what to do with it. Well, I've got an arborist for you. So, you know, you just have to do that. And and uh, and actually, the one thing I, I just wanted to make quick mention of, Bill, was the when, when we hear the children's fun, people always just assume young, like 10 and under children. But one of the most poignant moments of the night this year at the auction was when Cody from Living Rock Ministries got up mm-hmm. and, and spoke about, about his experience in his life where he was a, a teenager that was in going down the wrong path and he got involved with Living Rock and Living Rock was a great support system for him and now he's doing incredible and he got up and he spoke in front of a room full of strangers uh, not being a professional speaker, and I told him, I, I said, I give you all the credit in the world. Very courageous for doing this. And people tend to forget that those critical years 
from 13 to 20 is is paramount as well. And we still need to not allow children and, and adolescents to fall through those cracks. And, and there are so many great folks like the, like the Craigs, of course, at Living Rock and Frederick uh, Dryden with Liberty for Youth and, 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 and so many other agencies around town that are doing that. But uh, that's, that's one of the reasons you and I do what we do here, to try to fund that and to try to, to well, let's face it, Cody's story. I mean, yes. would that have happened if, if the community didn't rally around those agencies? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Brian, as always, I, I can't thank you enough for, for your great work. You, and on behalf of all of us here, uh, thanks to the Realtors Association for their fabulous support year in and year out. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Bill. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Talking with some of our great community partners that uh, work with us here in the community uh, through your generosity with your donation of the CHML Christmas Tree of Hope and the Children's Fund. Melanie Barlow is here from the Ancaster Community Services. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. I want to talk about the Christmas program that you guys have. You're busy all year long, but at Christmas time, there's something kind of special that goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're especially busy. I just left the office and it's uh, a bit of a flurry there. Last night was uh, really crazy, too. We had the Christmas tree lighting in Ancaster. So it was Ancaster Village Christmas. Can I give a plug for that sure just right off the bat because i tell everybody um that uh, i I, there's some christmas decorations and i love what goes on in different parts of the city but you've got to at some point drive up wilson street by the the town hall in lancaster uh there's a light display there like no other and they they just outdo themselves every year it's incredible it's gorgeous there were probably i would say about two thousand people there last night the uh yeah the uh, ancaster bia and uh heritage uh heritage ancaster put that event on and in support of uh, Ancaster Community Services. So it was a wonderful community event last night. It's a great restaurant. It's just a block away, oh, yeah. too. So, you know, can go in there, have some dinner and something else and see that. Yeah. But it's it's there, and it's at nighttime, and it's incredible. It's just a fabulous, I don't know who designed it, but it's it's earth-shaking, and just boom. I just love this. Mm, so yeah. talk to us about the, what you guys are going to be doing with the Christmas program. Yeah, so we've been running our Christmas assistance program, oh, well over a decade now, and uh, we provide uh, gifts for families, uh, for children 18 and under. We help with food, emergency food assistance. We are the Ancaster Community Services is the local food bank serving the Ancaster and surrounding rural area. Of course, everybody knows that when you drop off the bags for the food drive every Mm. year and leave it on the front porch even if you're going to be out. Yeah, the Ancaster Community Food Drive happens in uh, February, March uh, every year and that supports eight different food banks including our food bank. Uh, We run the food bank year-round but this time is an extra special time of year because we do provide uh, at least 14 days of food for families, low-income families. We provide gifts for, as I said, gifts for kids 18 and under. We also ask families what are their household needs and we're getting a lot of requests for simple things like bath towels, bed sheets. Um, yeah, just really simple things that, you know, people need um, small household appliances, uh, kitchen supplies, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can remember a couple of years ago, just to go back to the food drive for a second, and I can't remember who I had from the, the, the organization on from services. Uh, and But they came back with the results, and it was so many pounds of food, and I thought, that's incredible. Yeah. It was over a week after the drive. She says, yeah, except it's all gone. Yeah, uh, it goes pretty quick when they distribute it. It doesn't, it doesn't last too long in the agencies, that's for sure. The, 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 which just, just underscores the fact that the need is always there, and, and you don't know where poverty is going to be. It, it doesn't have a face. It doesn't have an address. It can be anywhere. Well, I appreciate you saying that because a lot of people just assume Ancaster is filled with you know millionaires and big homes, which there are some beautiful homes in the community. But just like any community uh, that's growing to the level that Ancaster is, there are people who are facing challenges, and some of those challenges 
challenges are not as obvious as they are in other communities. Um, people face job loss, health health um, conditions that affect their ability to work. Um, you know, there's divorce, there's addiction issues. So we see a lot of that in our agency, and we see people struggling with well, real there's issues. There's a growing seniors population there, too. It really is. And we just uh, had some uh, recent reports that came out that 4.3% of the seniors living in Ancaster are living under the poverty line. Which is why food banks are necessary and why this Christmas program is necessary. I mean, there are challenged families, and uh, you know we, we don't often hear the stories. You certainly do, though. We do. We hear uh, some really interesting stories and uh, some sad stories also. Um, we, we not only just serve Ancaster, though, with this Christmas program. We serve some of the bordering areas of Ancaster, so lower West Hamilton, some areas bordering on the mountain in Hamilton also. Some of the other agencies have age restrictions for assisting children. Um, which is completely understandable because they're serving a bigger area and a, m- a much more populous area, populated area. Um, but um, we provide gifts for children 18 and under, so we make sure that those kids are getting something also. By the way, that's one of the reasons uh, somebody asked me the other day, why unwrap toys? Why can't we just wrap it up? Because we need to know what it is. Uh, because it needs to be age-specific. And, and I, I, I'm glad you brought up about the age because there's a concern I know when I talk to agencies like yours and some of the other great partners that we have about that demographic, that 13 to about 18 demographic. Uh, they 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 want to be part of this too, and Absolutely. and oftentimes they just get excluded, and it's it's problematic. And I, I know that even when people are making donations of, of gifts of toys, unwrapped toys, whatever the case might be, uh, they tend to think you're right of kids ten and under. And, uh, there's a lot more going on there too, and they they need to be addressed and they need to be looked Absolutely. after. Absolutely, and we are getting those calls. We're getting calls from families that are not necessarily in our area, uh, maybe just on the bordering areas. But they, you know they're saying I have a, a child who's twelve and a child who's nine and one of them doesn't qualify to get assistance at the other another agency. So we are taking those families if we can and trying to help where, where we can. It is tougher to buy gifts for teenagers or a little bit. Their gifts become a little bit more expensive. I know I have two of them. So when I hear the things that they're interested in, inter- interested in I think, wow, I can really got to start saving my <laughs> money for the things that they need. Um, but yeah, so for the, for the teens, we really appreciate people paying special attention to that. Uh, a lot of them like gift cards. And when you mentioned the why unwrapped, you know, I asked, well, wouldn't you want to wrap the gifts yourselves also? So I think a lot of the clients prefer to wrap the gifts, and we provide wrapping paper for them too. So Great idea, mm-hmm. and, and great work that you guys have been doing for so many Thank years. You. Now, uh, and talk to us about how this rolls out. How do you reach out? Are families reaching out to you? Yeah, so families, uh, most of the families already get that information th- either through their ODSP or Ontario Works yeah. information. Um, so we're part of the City of Hamilton Christmas Registry. They can go on the City of Hamilton website for a list of the agencies that are offering the Christmas Registry. And we're all linked in together, all of those agencies um, in a computer software system, so we can you know, check if uh, people are registered at one agency or another already. Um, so they can call our agency if they're interested in, in our catchment area and they want to register at an agency. They can go on our website, ancastercommunityservices.ca, or they can call us at our office, um, 905-648-6675 to register. We are still regist- registering families this week, and uh, but we're going to start distributing next week on the 13th. So we'll start sending that out to families. By the way, the contact information that you just talked about here, Melanie, is also where people can get a hold of you to make donations. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. that, that's where we'll go the other way. We do what we can, obviously, with our CHML Christmas Tree of Hope and the Children's Fund uh, to try to help out with this Christmas program. But, I mean, let's face it, uh, the more people that are contributing, the easier it is for you to do your job. And the more people well, 
people you can it. reach out to. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, we do so many other programs. Uh, if people want to learn about our programs, we do programs like Meals on Wheels, programs for seniors, uh, youth programming throughout the year. So, you know, we're so much more than just the Christmas program, but this is definitely one of the most exciting programs and the busiest programs throughout the year. And we certainly appreciate the help from uh, the Children's Fund. It's, uh, it's an incredible support to our agency. Well, there's something special about doing this stuff at Christmas. I know you do it every day of the year and, and you, you do a wonderful job and it's well received and uh, and Christmas time though it just takes on a, a different attitude doesn't it? It really does it really is special and I can tell you last night really kicked it off for me there was a little bit of snow last night yeah. and you really do feel that Christmas spirit and uh, I think people really get into the get into the mood and they, they want to contribute Ancaster is a very generous community Hamilton's mm-hmm. a really generous community and you know people want to want to see other people do well they want to see their neighbors be happy well, and you guys help in a big way with uh, the you. great work you do at the Ancaster Community Services. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. Merry Have a Christmas. Great Christmas to you. Thank you. Melanie Barlow from uh, Ancaster. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.